What is the deal? Man, hear me out. What are you rubbing on yourself? On my phone. Oh, oh, thank God. Okay. Hey, the people. (laughs) Hey, y'all. For those who are listening on Spotify, that no. Okay. But no, these women. (laughs) I was going to let you explain yourself, but it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) A little rub tub action. It's fine. (laughs) That's fine. I need these women to stop thinking I got hoes. I don't know what where they get this information from. Mm, here we go. But <laughs> like I have no hoes. So Flareon. Good old Flareon. Hi Flareon. Good, good old Flareon, man. Come on the show. Come on the show. <laughs> I, we'll see. I want, we'll the, see. I want the chaos. <laughs> I know you do, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't. That's what makes me want it more. That's not a real sketch. But go on with Flareon. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so I put up a poll the other day on my Instagram and I shared it on my Facebook mm. saying, asking the world to help me pick my Halloween costume for this year because I have four fantastic ideas and I haven't mentioned it on the show yet. So I'll mention it to the listeners today. Yeah. So. Number one was Tarzan. Yes. Number two was the Joker. Mm-hmm. Number three was Dark Magician dope. from Yu-Gi-Oh. Fucking and uh, number four was Shikamaru, Naruto's yes. best friend in there. And so she saw something <laughs> and just automatically assumed that because a, a good-looking young lady mm-hmm. were, to, were to vote on my poll, that she automatically <laughs> is one of my... One of my one of my rosters roster mates, you know what I mean? Yeah, sitting on the bench. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's just not the case. Look, mm. number one, social media ruins everything. Everything. Right? So I'm gonna need y'all to stop using social media for every fucking thing. When you except, your- except for coming to see your boys at Bank Bros on Instagram and the Bank Bros Show on Facebook. Other than that, social media, yeah, everything else can stop. Go on. Yeah. So. <laughs> Other than the facts that my partner just laid out there for you guys, I'm going to need y'all to stop using social media for a multitude of reasons. Mm. Number one, when you break up with a man, you should not be posting TikToks about how you glowed up after the breakup and, oh, you thought you'd miss him so much, but you, I don't know, some uh, other bullshit. Like, mm. what the fuck is the point of that shit? No, not that no shit. Point. You actually look like you miss him more doing that than you were just not even talking about him at all. Thank you. So it's counterproductive. Exactly. Now, my second point. We live in a day and age where a male and a female can't even be friends anymore. No. Mm-hmm. Without without there being any assumptions of sexual activity. Preach, preach, preach. And it's like, yo, I'm grown. Yes, sir. I can be friends with whoever the hell I want. With no ulterior motives. I don't have to be fucking them. Right. Maybe just like a conversation. Exactly. Who knew? What? So... So stop with the assumptions, please. Because I literally just be in my room to myself <laughs> or in the gym. Like, you you know where to find me. If I'm not in my room, I'm probably in the track or in the gym. So Right. That's man, it. That's all that's it has it. to be. And so Flareon calls me today. She hits me with, so you done being weird? Oh. <laughs> flips it on you immediately. Yeah. You see it's how? On, it's on you. You see how manipulative these women are nowadays. Mm. Now you know why I'm still single. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. <laughs> That's some shit. Man, so she hit me with that, and I'm like, oh, whatever. 
So I was just giving her some bullshit, just fucking with her a little bit. But I think everything's cool now. I hope so. I think. She's uh, made a lot of appearances on this show, like, in spirit. So I'm hoping she didn't just blow the whole thing up over nothing, over a Tarzan outfit. Come on, man. Like, man, just because a girl... Okay, a girl... Look, what man doesn't want to see you, Flareon, in lingerie? You feel me? There you go. So a girl wanting to see me in a Tarzan costume is damn near the same thing. Right. So, the man is hitting the gym. Like, that's just part of nature. Who wouldn't want to see that? So, that's just simple. It doesn't mean she wants to bang him. Exactly. You and know even if I'm she saying? does, it doesn't mean he's going to. So, like, exactly. what the fuck? What's the problem? You think I'll just stick my cock into anything? Just Right, because we, we haven't established that you have standards, maybe two highest standards, over maybe. the 36, 37 fucking episodes we've done of this so far. Like, But no one's counting. No one's counting. But I'm just saying, like, Clearly, you have standards. You're not just going around. You've been trying to correct all of the past <laughs> fuckboy stuff in the first place. So, like, we're on a journey of uh, self-awareness here. So, what's the problem? I don't see one. Mm. So, um, these women, Flareon, specifically. Let me not say these women or else he's going to assume that these women are going to be my other hoes on my like, roster. You have multiples, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, my team is a bunch of uh, nobodies right now. Everyone that was on my roster, is, uh, they're in the free agency pool. Their contracts are terminated. So, peace. Stop tripping, Flareon. Keep it moving. You're better than that. You're better than that. <laughs> we too oh, grown for this. That's what I'm saying. I'm glad you brought this kind of story up, though, because I actually had a question for you, and it does kind of relate to this a little bit, except it's not mm. women and men. You talk about the fact that you're a grown person, who can be friends with women and be friends with men, and it's fine. My question to you is this. As a man, do you feel that you have more trouble making legitimate friends with men? And I mean outside of your tribe, sir, because I know y'all stick together. But (laughs) like a legitimate friendship with other men, do you find that more difficult as you get older and closer to the 30s that are coming for you very fucking fast? <laughs> uh to be honest with you, I've never had issues making friends, whether they be male or female, ever anybody. In my life. Mm. Um, I feel like it's gotten easier as I've gotten older because I've learned to understand who I truly am as a person. Yeah. So I would know who to associate and disassociate myself with. Um I have that level of discernment now, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and I feel like with men specifically, like it's so easy to be friends with another guy. Like if if a guy doesn't like sports, he's gonna like cars. He's gonna like video games, and more importantly, mm-hmm. all men like women. <laughs> that is so, true. Oh, all heterosexual men like women. There you go. There you go. Got there it right. Go. Get it right. I'm sorry. Sorry if I offended anybody out there. Um, but I get your point though. But yeah, so it's very easy to connect to another guy, in my opinion. Um, or if it's not even that, if you're just at the fucking bar, right? Right. They're like, hey, you want to take a shot of whiskey with me? What guy's not going to tell you no? Oh, of course. Of course. Hey, Sir, fuck it. What's your name? Oh, okay. Nice to meet you, bro. Hey, thanks. I'll buy you one, too. What do you like to drink? Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Um, and with women, uh, I've, I've grown up around women my entire life. Right. Uh, I grew up with my mom and my older sister. So I was the youngest. Yeah. So I know how they operate. And I know how deeply they think. How below the surface they are. Right. Um, totally different from men. In that aspect, because they, sure. they're more in tune with their emotions and their intuition more than men. Men are normally what they see, and what you see is what you get. Yeah. 
It's about that. Yeah. Which is straightforward, <laughs> which is cool. That's why I appreciate, you know what I'm saying, interactions with men. And I also appreciate the interactions I have with women because they're more heartfelt, deep, thought out conversations. You know what I mean? That's true. So I've never had an issue making friends with either. And I love being friends with both. Um, I don't like one more than the other. But if I were to be completely <laughs> honest with you, I feel a little more comfortable around women. I mean, I get that. I'm the same way. I've always been the same way. Like, that's the thing. And the reason I ask is, and you brought up, like, various points that I'm kind of, like, alluding to is what I consider to be actual friends. Not like the, let's take a shot at the bar kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, growing that real friendship and brotherhood with people, you, with men you can trust. I feel, and again, I'm getting closer to 40 than I am 30, but like, I feel like when you get to my level, it's much more difficult actually to do that, to make the long lasting male friendships. And I bring it up because like, I don't know, it, the thought crossed my mind earlier where I'm like, well, you know, my wife has been to many vacations and she would just went to a bachelorette party over the weekend and they mm -hmm. had like fucking 20, 25 girls rolling deep at that fucking party. And I'm like, do I even have like 25 fr people I consider friends <laughs> at this point. And it's like, it's, it seems like it's so easy for women and it's, I'm a, a man of two minds about this. Well, it's like one side, you always hear like women don't like other women because they can't trust them. They always talking shit. And like every fucking time you hear a group outing, like some drama fucking happens. I've witnessed it myself personally mm -hmm. where I'm like sitting there, like why is all this drama happening on a night where we're supposed to go to the bar? Like what the fuck? Mm -hmm. But on the other hand of things, I feel like it might just be my wife, too, because she's just so fucking friendly. Like, everyone adores her. They want to make instant friends with her and take her to Mexico as soon as they fucking meet her. But I like, I feel like with women, it's so easy for them to make genuine friendships very fucking fast. And then on the opposite side, I'm like, whatever happened to, like, the bros trip? The guys to Vegas? Like, that seems like that ideal. Now, excluding you, because your ass goes to the land with your boys. Every other fucking weekend. <laughs> but again, if I was your age, I'd be doing the fucking same thing. Actually, when I was your age, I was already married. But yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> when I was beyond, before that, I was doing the same thing. But now at my, my age, I'm like, I don't remember the last time I even took a guy's trip anywhere with anybody. And it's like, damn. I, you know, people fall off and, you, you know, you make your decisions and, you know, your circle gets smaller and your trust is, it is what it is. But like, I don't know. It's just, I feel like when you get to like my age, it feels like you just have less in common. You're more friends with like your wives, friends who have husbands instead mm. of like me making the genuine connection of being a friend to this man because we have common interests. It's like a roundabout way where, oh, we're, you know, our wives are friends. Let's sit here and talk for a few minutes. Oh, we have some things in common. That's, that's great. <laughs> But that's not yeah. like genuine, like you know what I mean, uh, like bro let's be brothers, you know. So yes. I don't know. It's it was a it's interesting dichotomy to me. Yeah, uh, you brought up a great point. The mm. fact that you're just friends with them off of common interests, right? You know what I mean. And I've been there before. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's interesting. And let me tell you, it is interesting because low key, it gets to a certain point. I don't know how you feel. I don't want you to bust anybody out, but <laughs> and I wouldn't. I would. <laughs> it got to a certain point where it's like, like it, I'm going to keep it mutual with you just because our girls are friends or family, whatever it may be. Yes, I really don't care for you. Exactly. I've had plenty like, of like shit I, like that. <laughs> I'd just rather not like talk to you ever again. And you know right. what I'm saying? Like, 
I you could be you could be civil about it, like whenever exactly. you guys are together. But exactly, and I'm either all in on on something, right, or all out. Yes, I can't be wishy washy with somebody. I cannot lie to you. If I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. Exactly. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to greet you. I'm not going to say anything to you. Um, but if I'm like, if I'm making that choice to be your friend because of whatever reason, oh, I'm gonna be your friend. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, We're cool. I'm gonna be there for you. Yeah, hell yeah, but, man. That is always the most awkward and uncomfortable situation when you're like, especially if they're your wives or girlfriends, family members. <laughs> I would not bust anybody out. <laughs> I don't want you to bust nobody out, but I'm just saying some of y'all motherfuckers be fucking crazy and right. we do not fuck with y'all Mm-mm. and just be happy that we're around. You'll never know who you are. Nope. Maybe you'll see it in my eyes one day. Yeah, maybe. There, there might be a, a twinge. That's about it. <laughs> but don't be surprised if we get a little drunk at the bar and you say something to slip up and I knock your ass out. <laughs> exactly. Yes. 120%. Oh my God. And that's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm like, I do. And no, nobody currently in my life is even on that level where I'm like, you know, but in yeah. my past, yes. I mean, even like being married and being with, with Rach, you know, for 13 years, married for almost 10 now, like, she has gone through friends and they've been cut out. And that's been a situation where I'm like, do we really got to hang out with them? Because this person's going to be there. Their husband's going to be there. And I'm like, I, I have nothing to say to this guy. And it's just like, oh, man. And I know that it, that's life. That is what it is. You can't be cool with everybody. But there's yeah, so yeah, yeah, many yeah. of those examples where I'm just like, holy fuck. Like, how did yeah. they find you? Like, you're lucky. They're lucky they have you in their lives. Because if it wasn't for that, this is nothing. Yeah, no. Have you now? Before we get off this topic, yeah, yeah. Have you ever been in a situation where your wife didn't like whoever was in your family? Family, not so much. Friends, yes. Friends, yes, for sure. Yes, family. Just because I have a small family, and true, she she loves all of them equally. So like, that's not a big deal. And vice versa. Like, I fucking adore her family. So that it's never a family thing. But Mm -hmm. yeah, there have been friends. On both sides, where she's just kind of like, uh, do we? And this is guys and girls, by the way. Like, there are female friends I've had where she was like, I don't know about them, or I don't really want to hang out with that first. Like, you know, and she's the sweetest person. She'll suck it up and she mm. will find common ground and she will have a conversation. You have no fucking idea. So, no one's being two faced about it. Like I said, we're civil, yeah. but at a certain point, it, you know, they kind of cancel themselves, if I want to mm. put it that way. It's not like we ever have to have that conversation with, you know, we just don't really fuck with you that much. No, it's always something they do. We're <laughs> kind of like, so we're going to see ourselves out and y'all be good. All right, peace out. That's all. And that's the last we ever fucking talk to them. So it's, you know, it it is what it is when it comes to being an adult in friendships. But I just think it's a very interesting thought when you get to my age where I'm like, man, you don't make as many friends as you used to. And that whole concept of let me grab, you know, six of my homies and fucking go out to the desert and shit like that just doesn't seem like a <laughs> thing anymore really like at least nah. not you know nothing that i've fucking seen like yeah no nah, um that might be a good thing though maybe having, you know having, th- th- having too many friends could be a bad thing oh absolutely. i keep my circle small for a fucking yeah. reason Tr- like i said it many times trust is everything yeah. i gotta be able to trust you i shouldn't be if i gotta feel like i gotta look over my shoulder because you doing or doing or saying something or you making eyes at my wife like florida man like Something like that. If I got to look over and kind of wonder about you, trust that you're not mm-hmm. staying in my vicinity very long. 
It's just mm-hmm. not going to happen. That's but, yeah, I just feel like, damn, I could use a fucking guy's trip. <laughs> I think that's hey, what man. I'm getting at. It's like, I need a fucking guy's trip, because what the I know, fuck? I know a lot of y'all are married, man, but I'm always down, man. And that's what I mean. It's like, you know, I could be married and still go kick it with the homies and shit. Like, damn, you do yeah. get to that lane where you're just so into the grind of being a dad, being a husband, and being a worker, and like just nine times out of ten, you're always doing something. But yeah. shit, like, and then you, I bring it back to social media. All you see on social media is, you know, girls trip, and they're all in fucking Putacana and all that shit. And I'm like, <laughs> damn, like, guys don't fucking do that. Now, we're, we're a low-key bunch, but, like, yeah. you don't see the dudes on Insta doing that shit, really. Unless it's like a wedding. Then you get the yeah, typical, bachelor party, something. Yeah, like. you know that. That's about the only lanes we stick to. So, yeah, yeah just an interesting thought that I had a few hours ago. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I like Mexico. I like all inclusive shit. Like, put my ass on a beach. Right. I right. Just stick me in the sands. I'll if y'all want to go off and do your own thing, leave me here. It's fine. I'll be here when you get back. <laughs> I ain't gonna do shit. But let me fucking max and relax. You feel me? That is. Facts. Max, relax, and maybe eat, get eat a bowl snacks. of wax. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick with the snacks, but it all rhymes. As long as it rhymes, I'm good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Let's start the music. Let's get into the show. Lots of sports mm. to talk about. And no time to waste. No. So play the music. One, two, three. But where are we starting? Well, we start with welcoming our fans to the Bank Bro Show and thank them for pushing that play button and coming back and seeing your boys. My name is Siege. Still hasn't changed. I'm not changing it at all. That guy's Ryan, but it depends on the day. Depends on the day. I could be Ralph. I could Ralph? be could be could Robert. Be, could be Robert. <laughs> could be Robert. You know Robert what I'm saying? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> could be Rizzy Schemes if you catch me on Madden. That's you right. Yeah, depends on his mood. That's what his name is going to be. It's like a chameleon. Yeah. Depends. Kinda, yeah, it depends. Know. Yes. I blame uh, my environment. <laughs> uh, another big football week. Because buckle up, folks. This is going to be the main topic we do for the next godforsaken few weeks that we're going to talk about this. So we got straddle up, straddle up. <laughs> Lots of football. We'll mix in some things here and there, but football <laughs> is the dominant sport right now. I know baseball is. Marching to October in the playoffs. Brewers are in the playoffs. Hell yeah, Brewers. Seeing the fucking game tomorrow, which is Wednesday. Seeing this on Saturday. But by that point, hopefully Brewers are division champions. So Mm. let's fucking go crew. Thank you very much. But in the meantime, you already know what we got to start with. And that's your boy, Coach Prime. That's right. That's right. Because we're keeping that train going. I don't care what happens. Mm-hmm. That that man is must see TV, and I'm seeing all the TV. Damn it! Yes, sir. <laughs> so we will get into that um, for a bit here. Oregon had after you know three wins, solid wins, big time media coverage, and I mean just all the storylines you can handle, especially starting the season with beating TCU and shocking the world. They get into a really big test this past week facing Oregon, which is no joke. 
So we knew going into this, Colorado was in for it, especially no Travis Hunter. That was going to be a problem. But, hey, the way they're running, the way the streak is going for them, I was thinking fireworks are going to happen. This is going to be a, a even a close game. And Colorado, even if they lost, we're going to, you know, make some fucking noise. Unfortunately, reality struck pretty fucking hard mm-hmm. to the Colorado Buffaloes. And Oregon smacked Colorado 42-6. to mm. Ouch. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Oregon, at the end of the day, is still Oregon. They were who we thought they thought were. Thought they were, yes. There we go. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, overall, even if you look at the stats, this was this was not a game. This was a, a shellacking. And, I mean, Colorado got outpaced here 518 yards to 194. So, Oregon really flexed some muscle. You know, players were showing off the watch like Shador Sanders. And, like, you know, this is the kind mm-hmm. of thing where it's like, hey, you get this much hype, they're all gunning for you. The target's on your back. And Dion knows that. He's no mm-hmm. fucking joke. He understands his shit. When you're the best, people want to beat the best. So, for unfortunately for Colorado, they're not the best yet. But they've been making some fucking noise and making headlines. This is something where they're going to look back at this game and say, hey, let's fix everything and let's buckle up for next week because they have USC next and it's not getting any fucking easier with the Heisman winner, Caleb Williams, coming to town mm-hmm. and bringing the funk and bringing the noise too. So mm-hmm. I wanted to get your analysis for this game, just what you saw, yeah. uh, especially when it comes to Shador Sanders and the performance he put on, which his first lackluster of the season. Um, it's lackluster if you didn't watch the game. Ooh! <laughs> because what happened in the game was that the Oregon defensive line dominated the trenches. Bingo. That's all that happened. That's why Shador's stats look like that. He was under duress the entire game. Every time I looked oh. up, I felt like he was getting sacked or hit or hurried or he had to throw the ball away or something. Yep. As a matter of fact, not only did the Oregon defensive line dominate the game, but the Oregon offensive line dominated the game as well. Absolutely. I don't know how many yards they rushed for. Uh, but, Colorado? No, 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 Oregon. But oh. that one running back, I forgot his name, uh, he was having himself a great day in the first <laughs> half. I forgot his name, but... I'm guessing you're talking about Bucky Irving. Yes. Who ended up with 89 yards on 10 carries. Yes. He's averaging like nine a carry. That- that's my point. Ten carries. Yeah. Most of those came in the first half, and he was hitting them for 30-yard gains, 20-yard gains, every yeah. other carry. Ridiculous. Um, there was an obvious gap in the overall talent. Yes. And it's not surprising if you kind of understand the game of football, right? So Colorado last year, 1-11. Mm. So how good do you think that team was? Not great. Not very. So this year, new coaching staff. You know what I'm saying? Improved roster. Yeah. You already won, what, two games, three games? Three games, yeah. You already won three times the amount of times you won last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Worth every penny already. <laughs> exactly. And so when you go up against a top 10 team like Oregon, when you're just in the process of becoming a household name in college football, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So – Am I surprised Oregon won? No. Am I surprised that Oregon blew him out? Not really. Eh. Because I knew coming in, and I mentioned it on the show before, the weakest part of this team, this Colorado team, is the offensive line. Yep. Their skill position players can match up with anybody. Shador can play with anybody. They have to solve that offensive line problem. 
And unfortunately, it's not going to be this season because they are going to have to recruit to get guys in. Yes. So we won't see what Colorado can be at its full potential until probably 2026. Probably, but I'm glad you said that because I do believe like the recruiting ability of that now with Prime. Oh, yeah. Woo! Yes, you will see Colorado turn into a powerhouse. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's only a matter of time. They're already this good. Um, I know they've fallen out of the top 25 rankings. I think that's kind of stupid. That's, I think they still yeah, should have been in the top 25. I think so. That's, that's them. I don't know. But they get USC this week. Yes. That's going to be a huge test. I think they're going to lose again. I feel like it's um, a loss is coming on that one, too. But I think they're going to look better than what they looked like against Oregon. I agree. I, I expect them to come out. Um, I don't even I don't even know what word to use because it's not like they weren't prepared and they didn't oh, no. come out with energy. It's just that you got dominated in the trenches and that limits what you can do because everything starts up front. You don't exactly. block, you can't throw the ball, you can't run the ball. <clears throat> and then vice versa. If the other guys are blocking, you're not disrupting the quarterback or you're not tackling the ball carrier, then you're just going to lose. And that's simple. Happen. Yeah. And that was yeah. pretty much it. There was not much else to evaluate. Um, that game, I watched the whole game and wow, that was a dreadful game to watch. <laughs> it was. <laughs> 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 dreadful is a great word for it and you're absolutely not wrong even on the ground Oregon was just spreading it between like five different running backs they combined for 240 yards rushing so that's what I'm saying yeah that's just but you're never yeah. gonna win against a team like that like holy shit and you, you got a good point they ran with who five guys five that's how I didn't backs. know who was who. I was like, it doesn't matter who's back there. They're getting 10 yards a pop. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally all of them. I mean, yeah. Bucky Irving had average 8.9. Jordan James, 7.7. Noah Winnington, 5.6. Ty Thompson, 7 yards. Like, they're eating chunks. Wow. Their low man is five and a half yards a carry. I right. feel so bad for that guy. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> like, they were just demolishing them on the ground. So, yeah. Good fucking luck with that. <laughs> yeah. So hats off to Oregon. They did what they did. <clears throat> but I do have one thing to say. Yes. I, I forgot what that coach's name is. Oregon's Dan coach. Lanning. Lanning. Dan Lanning. I knew you were going there. <laughs> I think he had – I'm cool with all the trash talk. Yeah. I really am. I'm cool yeah, with yeah. that pregame talk that he had with the team. I'm cool with that. Yes. But for him, I'm not cool with one thing he said, though. He mm. said something about or- – not Oregon. Colorado playing for clicks. I literally have it written down. He said, they're fighting for clicks. We're yeah. fighting for wins. That's some bullshit. That's some <laughs> bullshit. Because, <Here> we go. <laughs> yo, uh, do I need to explain myself again? Colorado won one Uno game last season. This one. season, they one. win three Trace games. They already Wait. run three times one the amount of the games they won last season. Right. Playing for clicks where they right. are improving by the week. <laughs> they just got blown <laughs> out by a better team. All right. You could have just you could have just praised your team without talking shit like that about the other team. Because you. your team is actually really fucking good. Bonus, yes. that's a Heisman candidate as well. Yes. Absolutely true. So I don't know. You're no, you're absolutely right. It's the same sentiment I have, and I'm gonna you know me, I have to bring it back to the Bears every single time. It's when people say that Bears fans are cocky. And I go, how? We haven't won a game in a year. How are we cocky? If we get a single win, we'll probably throw a fucking parade. That's it. 
It's the same idea. If Colorado won one game last year and they've tripled that already, let them feel good about themselves. Who the fuck cares? It, just because Prime is a flashy motherfucker, you knew that already. He's not new to fucking co- – like, are you kidding? Everyone in football history knows who Deion Sanders is. His entire fucking collegiate career going into the NFL, he was dripped in chains and shit. He's yes. never fucking changed. So what are you talking about for clicks? He can just look at a camera, and he's going to get 100,000 fucking likes on it. It doesn't matter. He's not trying to get clicks. He's trying to raise up a program from the graveyard. That's it. The graveyard. Right. If you have a problem with that, that's your fucking problem. That's that's on you. Look in the fucking mirror. But and that you know man isn't, he doesn't give a shit about what you think. You brought up a great point, and I almost forgot to say this. <laughs> he, Dion, Coach Prime, is trying to raise that Colorado football team program up from the fucking graveyard. Yes. What did you inherit, Mr. Lanning? Mm, a top what five did you inherit? With not even trying? You know how many NFL prospects came out of your school? Sir, oh, before you God. got there, right? You know what coaches were there before you were there? My legends. Chip Kelly was there. Mm. You don't think so? So so uh, you just inherited a terrible Oregon franchise and I mean program, and you just built that shit up overnight, right? No, because you've sure. only been the coach for like two years, right? You didn't no. have to build anything. Everything was already set in stone for you. Silver platter, bro. Take until your fucking toilet where you're shitting, right? Like also, also, I just thought about this. Excuse me, who has the f- uh, maybe 40 different uniform combinations? Oh, Oregon. Oh, the flashiest oh, and- fucking team in college football? Oh, and you know you know what team has like special Jordan PEs that are really rare and expensive? Hmm, I'm thinking that's Oregon as well. Oh, yeah. I'm going to oh. just put the, all the, the fours and the fives and all of them right here. I'm going to just post them all right here. But the fours there and the go. fives, hmm. I've always wanted them. Right. But I'll put Colorado. the price tag right here. I'll put their price tag right here. There you go. But Colorado is playing for clicks. Okay. We didn't know who Colorado was before this season. I had no idea. No. No idea. They were barely a basketball school. Right. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Now, again, we talked about head coaches saying shit about Coach Prime. I mean, yeah, Oregon was going to back the shit up this time. We get that. The rest of y'all, y'all just keep on giving this man sound bites. Yes. I, I just don't get it. Like, why Why do you keep poking the bear? Yeah, you beat him. Do it again. If we get into an expanded college playoff, he's going to remember that shit. It's, it always comes back around, and we'll get into that in a little bit for another team, a professional team. But it comes back to bite you in the ass, mm-hmm. and y'all just keep on testing these he- these types of head coaches. So we'll see. I'm not, I'm not someone sitting here saying, like, oh, the Cinderella story's over. Oh, that's it for Colorado. Fuck that. I'm riding with Colorado all fucking year, man. Like, they are bringing fun to college football for a program that deserves it. To be quite honest, what's Colorado ever do, done to you? Like, man, Nothing. let let them be. Why can't we all win? Right. That's what I thought it was all about. Are we supposed to be yeah. elevating these young men? Exactly. Nothing better than a good rivalry. So, man, y'all better quit tripping on this man. Anyway, let us continue to more adult football and that is another week of the nfl and week three is now in the books and i know this man wants to talk about his detroit lions because before this he did mention if the lions lost to the falcons he i didn't know what the hell he was gonna do it was probably gonna be no. pretty fucking sad no yeah if we lost to them uh i would have called into the 
<laughs> uh, so how'd your Lions do, sir? Um, my Lions defensively dominated. Mm. That's where I'm going to start. And I'm going to start with the rookie, Brian Branch. Yeah. He had 11 tackles. He had, like, uh, two pass breakups. Mm. He was going crazy. He was all over the field in the run game, in the pass game. Um, And the crazy thing is all 11 of his tackles were solo tackles. Mm. So he was in coverage, came up, made the tackle. Man, one thing I like about Brian is that he puts his fucking mouthpiece on the side of his helmet. I noticed that. (laughs) There's like this green antenna sticking up from his helmet, and he's over here just knocking people's heads off. I thought I was going crazy when I saw them. Like, what the fuck is that? And I was his mouth barred. That's what? (laughs) (laughs) That's some shit. Man. We got two like safeties once we get CJ Gardner Johnson back. We're, we're going to have two safeties that are like a little, not all the way up here. Right. And I yeah. love it. And no, I you love need that. Yes. We got two guys flying around like that. Yeah. Sign me yeah. up for that. We need Chauncey Gardner Johnson back. Please resign him to a long term deal. Yes. That'd be very smart. But yeah, but, you got to be a little psycho to play on that team. Yes. And you know what? That's all Detroit is about. That's right. So I'm down <laughs> with it. Brian Branch looks like the steal of the draft. Honestly, he might be one of the front runners for defensive player or defensive rookie of the year. He's on his way. He is definitely on his way. Um, man, who else? Aiden Hutchinson finally got a sack. He got two in this game, I believe. He was going yeah. nuts too. I'm talking the entire defense was eaten, mainly because Desmond Ritter isn't that good. <laughs> no, we have mentioned that before. No one's uh-huh. really going to be afraid of Ritter this year, so defenses uh, might be keying in. Yeah, as we, they should. And schematically, what we did was, for the most part, we just played man covers the whole time. Yeah, and we brought blitzes every now and then, and we just said, "Ritter, if you're good enough, beat us." And he put up six points. So, <laughs> offensively, yeah, not great. Offensively, we were a little lackluster, in my opinion. Uh, we we're probably like a B minus C plus in my opinion. Eh. Um, the Falcons defense is very underrated. I would uh, agree with that. Actually, Brady Jarrett, he leads a pretty good defensive front. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. That front was giving us a little bit of problems. I know Jared Goff didn't get sacked technically, but they were providing pressure. I think Bud Dupree. Yes. Bud Dupree was the one providing the most pressure for that team. Mm. He was in the backfield a lot, giving Jared Goff plenty problems. Um, but like I said, Jared Goff didn't take a sack, but stats can lie to you because there was a That's lot true. of pressure applied. Um, and now that I think about it, I just totally forgot that half of our offensive line is injured. That's so, yeah. <laughs> that's probably why the pressure was hot too. But man, I'm um oh no, I'm happy we got the win. Yes, sir. Uh, I mean a win's a win. I'm not too excited, but I'm excited looking into this Thursday game. Oh, you brought it up. Yes, big game this Thursday is Lions versus Packers for who is truly number one in the North so far. Mm. What is your prediction, sir? And yes, there is a shot bet for this. <laughs> well, if you take the Packers. No, nah. I, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. I didn't say Whoa. that. I was going to well, you think that would be the shock of the year. You betting on the Packers? What? <laughs> I know I've been distraught as a Bears fan, but let's not go crazy here. But I still want to do a shot bet for it. All right, bet, bet, bet. So my logic coming into this game is pretty simple. The Falcons, who scored six points on us, beat you guys, Green Bay. 
the yeah. Packers. Sure did. Okay. <laughs> In this, let's fast forward now to the near, now the near past, but close to the present. Um, the Saints before Derek Carr went out was winning probably like what seventeen zero before Derek Carr went out. That's right. <clears throat> Derek Carr goes out. Jameis comes in, and what happens? The Packers win eighteen to seventeen. All in the fourth quarter. All in the fourth quarter when mm. Derek Carr was out. After some okay. stupid fucking penalties put Packers in position like back to back. And I was like, oh, the fix is in. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Now, that brings me to my point. The Lions are just a better team. I'm sorry. Overall, we're facts just facts. better. Um, the only position the Packers really have us in is probably corner and maybe and I say maybe, this is a strong maybe. I'm just doing this to be nice. Maybe they're at the pass rushers. They might have better pass rushers than us. I give them a slight edge. Slight. But it's not much. It's not much. It's not much. It's just that, for the most part, we just have Aiden. Sure, and, yes, which is great. But Yeah, which is great. Um, but everyone like <clears throat> outside of Aiden is just like, okay. That's true. No stars. But they got they got Rashawn Gary. I'm actually a little fearful of Rashawn Gary. He's from he's, Michigan. Yeah, he's really he, good. Uh, he had three sacks against the Saints. Uh, in two games this season, he has three and a half. He's only, he's only played in two. I think he missed the first game. So I think I believe you're right. He, that's, not, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. So if we don't get, I don't think we're going to get Taylor Decker back. I haven't Probably checked the not. injury report because I don't do that until the day before the game. So I'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so hopefully we can get some pieces back on our offensive line. If not, I can see this game being closer than what it should be. Um, I think the Lions are going to win. Okay. Um, pretty dominantly. But I'm going to be completely honest with you. All right. I got the Lions going in a Lambo. And winning by two scores. Mm, solid win. Yeah, I got the Lions. I didn't pick a score yet, but I'm going to give the Packers defense some respect because they're actually a pretty decent group. They are. Um, I'll give you that. And the thing with the Packers is um, they like to get the ball out quick. They like to play the quick game, and they're going to yep. get Aaron Jones back. I'm scared as fuck of Aaron Jones. I'm not going to lie Oh, to you. yeah, <laughs> you should be. Yes, sir. Scared as fuck of Aaron Jones, not going to lie to yes, you. Yes, sir. So... This is what the score is going to be. So, <laughs> take that. He's got to do his math. Yep. It's going to be 27 to 17. I like it. I like that. Lions win. I am going to actually agree with you. And regardless of the situation, you actually said all my same reasoning, which is hilarious. That's everything <laughs> I had written down. Yes, the Saints were busting that ass until Derek Carr went down. Packers, I'm sorry. At this point, it's not even disrespect. I'm just saying you're getting fucking lucky. The Bears left you off the hook. We're a gutter franchise, so you winning that, whatever, man. Saints, you should have lost that game. It kind of turned into a script game, just saying, and you pulled out the mm-hmm. win. Good. That's fine. That's fine. Who else did they even fucking play? Like, they lost to Ritter. Oh, yeah, and then you lost to Atlanta. So you've shown me nothing that proves to me that love is the guy that you have any kind of say going into the, a playoff run or a wild card or even sniffing the top of this division. The Lions are a much more complete team, even with the injury, even without CJ. They're still a better fucking team. They're playing at a higher level. The offense is, is humming along. The defense is getting what needs to be done. Like, I'm sorry. This is, I don't care if they're in Lambeau or not. Mm-hmm. This is not the same old fucking Lions. It just isn't. That's just facts. And it's mm-hmm. not the same old Packers either. So, no Aaron Rodgers. So, no Aaron Rodgers. And again, that changes everything. I am, I'm not even going to say I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. The ones who are delusional are still Packer fans because everything I see is, oh, we're in love with love or whatever. All you need is love. What the fuck they're doing? I don't give a shit. He's still not the guy. 
you haven't proven anything yet. You've kind of squeaked out a couple of bullshits. That's about it. That's it. So, yes, I agree. Lions are going to beat the Packers on Thursday. If the Lions lose, we will both take a shot. And, of course, your black card will be in effect if you would like it, <laughs> sir. <laughs> All right, man. I'll be looking forward to not seeing it because it's not going to happen. So. This is not going to happen. I'm thinking yeah. sound victory. Maybe we do nicks and dimes for Packers Lions. Oh, maybe for that game we will. Maybe for that game we I will. I think that should be the call is all I'm saying. We'll see. If you listen to this on, on Saturday, Thursday too, so. maybe you'll hear nicks and dimes for you listening to this episode. So, hey, we're, we're futuristic here. We're thinking three steps ahead all the time. <laughs> I'm going to try to get this clip out before Thursday. Perfect. So, there you go. That'd be great. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, going from that exciting possibility of a game on Thursday, let us talk about an exciting outcome that happened in a different game, and that's the Miami Dolphins. Now, my <laughs> exciting God, for who? Exciting for Miami fans. <laughs> and for just fans of football liking things that are record-breaking. What about the people so, in Denver? Don't you feel oh, kind of sad? <laughs> no, the, the fans in Denver are the same as the fans in Chicago. We're just on the same misery bus right now. Hey, y'all didn't wow. get smacked by 50, though. Nobody did. No one did. So for those of you who didn't see it, the Miami Dolphins played the Denver Broncos this past weekend, and Miami dropped 70 points on Denver. Damn! 7-0. 70 points. That is the highest point total for an NFL team since 1966. It's just insane. The last time that happened was Washington beat the New York Giants with a 72 points on the board. So it's been a long fucking time since that happened. And it's not even just the points. If you look at the stats, if you look at everything Miami did in this game, dominance is not the word I would even use. Like, I don't even know a word to describe how outstanding this team fucking played. There was, there's no mercy rule in the NFL. And for anybody thinking that the Dolphins ran up the score, these are grown fucking men. They get paid millions of dollars to play. There is no running up the score. You stop them or you don't. And no. unfortunately for Denver, they just didn't fucking stop them. No, actually, the Dolphins stopped themselves. They were going to break the record. They, they did. Were they were the going to. They could have kicked the field goal, but Mike yes. Daniel chose not to. Which I think is actually very fucking classy. He didn't want to just destroy everything Denver even remotely had hope in. He was just like, you know what? We're good here. It's, no, it's fine right here. I actually think it's the other way around. You think so? I think he was being petty. Oh, yeah, that's what I want to get into. I think <laughs> he was. So look, for those of you living under a rock, like there my boy CJ likes to say, uh, Mike McDaniel used to be a ball boy for the Denver Broncos. Yes, he was. And when he got into coaching and the Denver Broncos were looking for a head coach. Yes. Before they hired Nathaniel Hackett. We all know how great he did there. <laughs> Mike McDaniel hit up the Broncos and was like, hey, Elway, holla at me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Born boy. Bread, I got you. From Denver. Elway said not a chance. Not even an interview. And so Mike McDaniel on Sunday was like, you know, I could break the record. I'm going to show you that I could. And then I'm going to, nah, I'm going to just change my mind. Nope. We're going to drive the ball down the field, and we're just going to stop. Yep. We're going to show our dominance by showing you, you know, we can really blow you the fuck out. And break oh, yeah. Record, but we're going to spare you this one time. <laughs> Consider this a Christmas present for this year. Merry Christmas, <laughs> sorry, motherfuckers. And got the fuck out the stadium. 
It's so accurate. They literally had their foots on the throats of the Broncos and just said, nah, nah. Just die slowly. You, you let you enough. bleed out. Right. <laughs> I'm going to give you paper cuts until you bleed out and die. That's literally. basically what they did. Yep. And, I mean, the stats. I just want to get to these stats for one second. Please don't I, because it's... <sighs> it's so... it's It brings a tear to my eye. It's like this... when someone plays against Rookie on Madden. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> With the controllers completely unfucking synced. I don't even know. Just holy, I don't even know how you get numbers like these in professional football, but apparently it's possible. And I definitely agree we blessed Tua on this show. I, I yes. think so. I think we put some positive vibes and yes. fucking synapses in the air for Tua because right now he is on the tear of a lifetime. Tua. With almost a perfect fucking game, 23 for 26 attempts, 309 yards, and four touchdowns with 155 fucking rating. Are you kidding? He had more touchdowns than incompletions. That's bonkers. That's bonkers. Let's not even talk about the rushing game. (laughs) Devonachan, 18 carries, 203. No, no. He said... His last Achan? name is Achan. He want. He said everybody was saying it wrong. Achan? Came out a couple days ago. Achan? I was like, uh, Achan. I'm gonna call him Achan. Achan. Make him sound Asian. There you go. Let's give me honorary. <laughs> yes, but 18 carries, 203 yards, two touchdowns. Raheem Mostert, 13 carries, 82 yards, three touchdowns. Are you kidding? And then all together with the running backs, they ran for 350 yards and scored five fucking touchdowns. This is the first time. An NFL team has scored five passing touchdowns and five rushing touchdowns in the same fucking game. Hey, it's, uh, it's never happened. What's his name? Achan? Achan? It might be Achan. It's just Achan? not Achan like we thought. Achan had Achan. like two receiving touchdowns too, I believe. He sure did. <laughs> I was getting to the receiving next, but yes, the receiving went nuts too. Tyreek Hill, 157 yards on nine carries and a touchdown himself. And it's yeah, Mostert had a receiving touchdown. Achan had two receiving touchdowns. It was just touchdown bonanza. It was insanity. How and many those, points these and those scored. three? Those three did it without Jalen Waddle. No Waddle. Can you imagine if Waddle was there? He would have had a hundred. Like those are four of the fastest people on earth. Literally, like <laughs> just like oh not my even kidding. God. They need to be in the Olympics. Like no bullshit, Tyreek. Right. Achan, Mostert's fast as fuck, and then Waddle. I don't know who they. None of them run a four four. They all run four threes above, or or four threes are better. Right, just fucking crazy. And you would think this was like completely one sided, but then you look at the defense. The defense only got one sack. So, oh, see, this is what happens when you don't see when the defense isn't on the field because your offense is just so dominant. Right. <laughs> you don't get any stats. No that's, stats. <laughs> no stats for a defense is always the best. That's, right. That's always been my <laughs> philosophy on defense. If a cornerback has zero tackles and zero picks, he's probably an all pro because no one throws him. Why? Because he's fucking amazing at making sure exactly. the receiver's not open. <laughs> yes. That's very true. Yeah. Because this was, this was the biggest shellacking I might have ever seen in football since I've been watching. Like just a long dick, just a fuck. right. Two handed, like a fucking baseball bat. That's I couldn't believe. I, I like watched some of it and then I turned it off and they came back. I was like, "What the fuck? Like this is still going? There's no mercy rule? 
Sorry, there's not. Man, he didn't Denver. Bust it. Oh, he took the condom off. Oh my god! Right, like it god. was like that. It was <laughs> definitely like that. Denver was in for a long fucking night. Oh my god. So yeah, Denver is on the sad bus right now with the Chicago Bears. But I would argue it's still not as dire. It was a really, really embarrassing loss, Broncos. But like. You still have Russell Wilson, who has a Super Bowl ring. You still Ooh. got Sean Payton. I'm just saying. Boo to it, both of them. Oh, it could be worse. Brought, I'm glad you brought up Sean Payton. Oh, yes. Go ahead. You know, last season when he was uh, an analyst, he said yep. that tool would get benched for Teddy. He sure did. Woo! Shit is like personal. This. Hey, he, he took those words, put them in between some pieces of white bread, no mayo. Oh, and no mayo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No Wait, mayo. What did he, he drink? To- 2% milk? No, he had to drink fucking a KFC biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> so just powders. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it. He had to gobble those fucking words up because Tua made him eat every fucking bite. And oh, man, how lovely. For, for how lovely for Tua, how lovely for Mike McDaniel. Just mm. giant statement win for both of those guys. And I couldn't be happier. Love them. Keep it fucking moving, De- uh, Dolphins. You guys are kicking some serious ass. I'm telling yeah. you, Tua might be MVP. It might already be a done deal. The way yeah. everybody else is playing right now, shit. He's, I know we're early, but fuck, man. He's on his way. I know <laughs> I didn't pick them to make the playoffs, <laughs> but I, I didn't think Aaron Rodgers was. You know, I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to play. My bad, y'all. I knew it. You know, what I'm I knew. I, knew I mean, yeah. I get it. This has been a crazy fucking season already with the injuries. Side note, since we've talked about injuries, I am so sad that I called this out. As much shine as we gave Tua going in, I called out one receiver for being a glass cannon, and I didn't have a lot of hope that he'd make it through the season, even though I think he's an amazing player. And that's Mike Williams, who unfortunately has torn his ACL in the Minnesota Vikings game mm. and is out for the season again, which, ah, oh, Mike, get well soon, sir. I really hope he comes back. I hope he has a healthy season when he can. Because the man was going crazy. Chargers were fucking up Minnesota for a bit. Him and Keenan Allen went bonkers in that game. Keenan Allen threw him a touchdown. Right. (laughs) This was was shaping up to be like a fucking Denver Denver and Miami game, just less points. But the way the Chargers were fucking slinging it, I was like, damn, they're trying to show you something. And boy, that just took all the air out of that fucking hot air balloon now. I mean, Chargers still pulled it off, but fuck, man. Without Mike Will, I mean, it's it's Quentin Johnson season now, but Mike, I just I hope he can bounce back because ACLs are just no joke, man. No, he I, he he's had a couple of these. Yeah, it's, uh, it adds up. When, when he came out in the draft, I think he had a he eventually tore his ACL or had a torn ACL. Right, right, right. Um, man, I I've always been a fan of Mike Will. That connection, that Clemson between him, Deshaun Watson, and Hunter Renfro, that was one of the most fun connections to ever watch. I remember that championship game. Hunter Renfro caught that game winner. Uh, I had high hopes for Mike Williams in the league. Yeah. The only thing he's battling is injuries because talent is not the issue. I don't know. Not at all. He is. Not at all. 6'5", can run by you, jump over you, go across the through you. Yeah. Run through you. (laughs) Man, when you see him on the television, it's like I said television. God damn! Woo! When you see How old him, are you on, now? man, 
I sound like your your grandfather right now. Oh boy, man! When you television. see this man <laughs> on the television, <laughs> this man is just gargantuan compared to the DBs that defend him. And then you just slowly see him just move past everyone that's smaller than him, and it's like, right. good God, no wonder why his body keeps breaking down. Plays hard, but shit, He's man, big as shit. Like, big yeah. you're not meant to be that big and that athletic. <laughs> no, it's. Kind of so, stretching the barriers of science here, dude. So, yeah. so maybe yeah, get take a soon. step back. Yeah. Yeah. Sir. Oh, <sighs> that shit sucks, dude. That shit's oh, so many fucking injuries this season already. I'm just like, what the fuck is happening, dude? Yeah. Big names, big names going down. Wow. Well, moving on to what I would consider to be a dumpster franchise, and I Uh-oh. know I said last year, uh, not last year. I know I said last week that I wasn't going on a rant. And then I ended up going on another fucking 15-minute rant. This is not going to be that. The Bears lost to the Chiefs. I said they were going to lose. We fucking know that. Done. These are complete opposite teams. Everyone and their mom, and even the moms of the Bears players knew, Bears had no fucking shot. None. I don't care who you are. It's not like, a, oh, as long as they're playing the game, they still have a shot. No. Uh-uh. It was a 0%. 0%. You know why? Tell them why. Tell them why. Why they had no shot. There's a few reasons for that. The, the, the main reason why they didn't have a shot. We talking about Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As soon as they showed Taylor Swift on television, see, I did it there too. Um, I knew we were already doomed. I knew it. There was these. If if you didn't know, which I'm sure, Dude. if you don't even listen to football, you know you've been Taylor living Swift. under a rock. There it is again. I was trying not to do it a second time, but it, it, it warrants it for sure. if you didn't know taylor swift had been rumored possibly be sniffing a relationship with travis kelsey of the kansas city chiefs he alluded to it on his podcast with his brother everyone's kind of like okay whatever bro and then the girl shows up what the fuck so yes every piece of news now is everything about taylor swift being at this fucking game cool it's fine. But I knew as soon as you showed her on the screen, Travis Kelsey was going to break his fucking foot off in our asses because his girl is watching now. And I know everybody else got girls watching too. This is Taylor Swift, bro. This ain't just some girl. And I say that as a person who doesn't even enjoy her music. I don't. It's not for me. I'm not the key demographic and I don't try to be. But this is Taylor fucking Swift, bro. If you're playing in front of her and she's there to see you specifically, I even I messaged my boy here, and I was like, well, Kelsey's going to get 300 yards and four touchdowns probably in the first half because he is trying to lay the smack down, if you feel me. <laughs> and I don't mean on the Bears. <laughs> and I hit him back like, it's not going to be that bad. Just hang in there. And what happened? It was fucking worse. It was <laughs> worse. Now, oh, it was terrible. Not, not saying Kelsey, because, Kel- I mean, of all rights and purposes, Kelsey had an average game against us. Fine, whatever. He looked amazing out there. He got his oh, touchdowns yeah. and shit. He looked great. Thing. But it wasn't as dominant a performance as I expected of him with Taylor Swift watching him. I expected him to double those stats. So, fine. He got his. I'm sure he had a very fun night. I'm not going to insinuate anything. We're not a gossip podcast. So, whatever they did after they left the stadium together, enjoy. Enjoy your lives, you rich Beautiful motherfuckers. As for the fucking bears, here's all I'm going to say. Because, again, you've heard me rant and rave about this fucking team and their direction for God knows how long now. And honestly, I'm over it. 
done. I just I don't give a shit anymore. I am pulling the plug on this fucking season. I don't care that it's only three weeks. The Bears are 0-13 since last year. This was another pathetic fucking performance. And here's a kicker. Kansas City pulled their starters in the third quarter. They were that far ahead. Third quarter, Mahomes sat. Everybody sat. Even in the Miami game with Denver, they at least had the common courtesy to pull two in the fourth, even though this was a freight train coming at Denver. They, they could have pulled, pulled them in, in the second. Fourth. They could have put them in the second and just been like, <laughs> fuck you guys. No, they went to the fourth. That's at least some respect. KC said, nah, we're about halfway done. Pat, you can have a seat, buddy. We're good. We're good. We're going to show fine. you how much we don't care about this game. At all. At all. And you <laughs> knew it because the only thing we talked about was Taylor Swift the entire time. They there didn't even goes. mention the Bears. They didn't talk about Bears' stats or what Fields was doing. They stopped. The announcers even were like, let's look at Taylor again. Here's another shot. Oh, she's talking to his mom. It was the Taylor Swift show the entire fucking day. That oh, she said an explicit when he scored a oh. touchdown. Then they said, let's <laughs> fucking go. Woo. <laughs> Miss Americana said, a fuck. I can't believe it. A fuck. <laughs> so, like, that's what the whole game was about. That is more an indictment on the Bears, not praise for Taylor Swift. Everyone knows Taylor Swift. Everyone is always obsessed with her, whatever. This was saying the Bears were so shitty. Let's talk about a pop star who's at the fucking building the entire fucking time. That's so sad. If I was on the Bears, I would feel devastated. That's so fucking embarrassing. And I, every time they showed the Bears on the sidelines, they're all sitting. No one's standing. Heads down. They're just in shock. They have no clue what's going on with this fucking franchise. So, again, I'm not even going to get into analysis because there's nothing to analyze. There's nothing. There the defense is the fucking worst. And you hired a defensive coach. How do you have the worst defense in the league when you hired a quote-unquote defensive guru? Please explain that. How is that possible? And I know we're injured, but even when we were not injured, we're playing the exact same way. The offense is worse every fucking week. Fields had, what, less than 50 fucking yards the entire fucking game? Like, what left is there to do other than to fire? We are 0-13, like I said. And I know it's not in the same season, but it damn near, it might as well be. We are three games away from being 0-16. So, no, no, no. I mean, you are 13 games away. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to let you slide with that one. No, no, Fine. no. Until Fine. you're actually 0-16. <laughs> then come talk to me. Until then. Hey, at this rate, we might be the first 0-17. Just saying. I'm just saying. We're on hey. that trajectory right now. Now, when that happens, you can tell me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you may keep your 0-16 season, sir. But all I'm saying is this feels just demoralizing every fucking day. It feels worse every single time. So, that being said, ironically, our next opponent is the Denver Broncos, who just got blown up by 70. And guess what? They're still the favored team. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. And they just lost by 70. That shit is the real fucking stab in the fucking dick. That sucks. And I get it. I can't blame them. At least the Broncos have won a game in the last calendar year. Of course they're favorite. I mean, that's how it's supposed to be. But if we put up the same 10 points against Denver and you don't fire everyone in that fucking front office after that, what are you doing? What, are, what already are we doing? But are you seriously going to keep riding with this coaching trio? I'm sorry, duo, because Al Williams is gone now. 
for reasons unknown. But you're just going to stick with Eberflus and Getze for the rest of the year with the track record we're on. Eberflus has won five games since he's been here. Five total. He's five and 13. I think it's like, more than that, actually. That's, oh, yeah, because that's only 18 games. Exactly. It's been longer. I think he's like five yeah. and 21 or some shit. Yeah. Like, it's rid- like ever since we fired Lovey Smith, who had a 10 win season, the franchise has been cursed. Go bring my boy back. Lovey is the one who got us the first round pick. Lovey is still the most beloved coach, one of the most beloved coaches in Bears history. Bring him the fuck back. It can't be any worse, but I guarantee you, Lovey will motivate these motherfuckers to get some fucking wins. I don't care what you got to do. Go beg him to come back. They need that old school mentality of dog football, ground and pound, outrun everybody. None of that shit's happening. I don't know what the answer is for Fields. I don't. It's half his fault. It's half coaching. I don't know if we just need to cut it all clean. Who the fuck knows at this point? I've been listening to Bears podcast all fucking week. This is the same narrative that we had with John Fox, with Mark Tressman, with Matt Nagy. It's the same fucking story every single goddamn time. It needs to stop. Sell the fucking team, clean the fucking house, kick everyone off the fucking team, and let's start over. But until then, the least you can do is fire some motherfuckers for this awful fucking performances we've been having. It's just that fucking simple. I want job postings tomorrow, bro. Tomorrow. That's all. No, See? I- Not 20 minutes. I'll give you five. <laughs> I absolutely agree, though. I think I think Eversluce lost that locker room. 100%. Oh, have you heard that story before? Because I know I have. Yeah, that happens mm. way too often in Chicago. Absolutely. Never really happened with Lovey, though. Nope. He never lost that locker room. Nothing but admiration and respect for that, man. Yeah. That's, 10 that's wins. Weird. Let's get weird. rid of him. Like, what? That's poor ownership. That's poor management. Absolutely. My God. Or was it? Um. Oh, go ahead. Never mind. I'm not going to use that word. <laughs> I saw you bite your tongue. <laughs> yeah. like, I was going to bring up one more stupid thing about Taylor Swift because we're in that universe now. Um, the effect that she has on Travis Kelsey as a player overall in a short amount of time since this fucking game is fucking stupid. So in that game, he had seven catches for 69 yards and a touchdown. Ever since this game, he has gained 300,000 social media followers. That's just for being there. They didn't even come out and do like a kiss or something yet. Just the this the storyline behind it all. That no, they he walked might out be together. dating her. They walked out together. That was That's it. it. That's it. Three hundred thousand for a person who is widely known across the world to gain an extra three hundred k. The fuck he had. Wait for it. He had a four hundred percent increase in his merchandise sales. What? A bunch of Swifties buying Kelsey jerseys? Literally, that's what <laughs> it is. And he has now a top five selling jersey in the NFL since this story Man. came out. You see what Riz could do to you? Riz! <laughs> yes, big round Man. of applause for Kelsey. Good on him. I mean, damn. I'm not hating by any means. When you just look at the Taylor Swift effect and you go, holy shit. I mean, the Man. other side of this is if it doesn't work out, you get an album written about you. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's cool. Dick. But, I mean, <laughs> it depends on what she says in it. <laughs> She'll say some shit. I don't know. Right? You're a team captain and I'm on the bleachers. <laughs> oh, my God. You went old school with it. Oh, do you know the song, too? <laughs> Dude's going to be late for dinner one time and she's going to be at the fucking table just writing a fucking lyric. 
Like, <laughs> oh, what you what you doing, babe? Oh, nothing. Just trying to remind myself of something. And it's on after that, bro. Trying to remind I... myself of how much you're not shit. Are you how much you, dropped, you made me drop on my guitar. <laughs> 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 We're mixing all the uh, the genres now here. <laughs> yeah, a bitch asshole, and I think you stank. Yeah, that's all that shit. And your mom is a hoe as well. I mean, I, that sounds like a Taylor Swift song. I, I could be making <laughs> that up off the fly. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man. Well, before our last topic of the night, I do have everyone's favorite public service announcement. Yeah, I can get a hand clap for that. There it is. Yes. Um, this is for our Caucasian listeners, all of our our Caucasian friends that we love and hold dearly. Um, if you are in charge of a potluck or a cookout or throwing a party with food, I'm gonna need you to, to just do one thing for me, please. Season your motherfucking meat. Mm. I don't care. I don't care what you're serving. Chicken, beef, fish, whatever. There is no reason that that meat should be bland and unseasoned. I don't care what your spice profile is. There are so many flavors. This world is full of spices and flavors and combinations that can express and excite and tickle your taste buds. I implore you, white folk, please try some. Please mix it in, because if I got to eat another bland taco, just just to be polite, because everyone's going, well, see, you should come eat some fucking tacos, because it's it's a great celebration. And I'm going to go, okay, because I normally don't fuck with the potluck, because uh, I'm not a bougie person, but my stomach is very bougie, and it won't sit right if shit is unseasoned and not, not tasting right. Man, I'm telling you, I still got bubble guts, and that shit was earlier today. So mm. whatever that taco was without any kind of salt and pepper on it my stomach is not happy about it if i eat a fucking taco i should be tasting mexico i should be tasting the culture not delaware i don't want to taste delaware i don't want to taste virginia idaho i don't want to taste idaho i want to taste some fucking mexico okay so again psa please season your fucking food and if you don't know how to season your food come on the bank bro show we will teach you the right yes. portions, the right flavors. I would love to. Cooking is one of my favorite fucking things in the world. I will cook for an army, even though I live with a family of four. I don't care. I will sample whatever you got to sample. But man, if you need help in the kitchen, ladies and gentlemen, come see your boys. Public service announcement is completed. Ooh, at least put some motherfucking salt on that bitch. Please. That's the least you could do. Do the little salt, salt. thing. Have some fun. You know, some black pepper. That's the least you can do. That's all you, you need. If you feel a little fancy, maybe some garlic powder. Sure. I'm mean, but my thing is like, hey, we got all these powders and shit out there. Get some actual garlic. Fucking chop that shit up, man. Like, it ain't all gotta be powders and salts and shit. Like, dude, make yeah. some fucking flavor. Where is the flavor, people? That's all. Mm. I just wanted to make sure we got into that. Mm. <laughs> My stomach's still like... <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. I'll never do it again. Oh, God. Whoopsie. <laughs> just again. See, it's still coming up, man. Oof. Oh, my God. Anyway, last subject of the night. Still in the football realm, I wanted to give everyone an update on our illustrious Vault League Championship tournament mm. series. Not an official name, but the Vault League is what we call it. Uh, we have been kind of going crazy in this fucking league. It's very fucking close. And just to give people an update on where we stand, get to know the teams, and kind of see some 
good performances, kind of give some shit to those who are not doing so well. I know this man was talking about his own fucking team for a second there. But let's go through the standings together and just talk about you know what's going well for them, maybe what fixed, nothing too in-depth, but they need to know. Because our, our owners are, are part of the show, too, whether they want to be or not. So, <laughs> <laughs> And we can start with the person in the number one slot right now. Oh, 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 who is that? That is my partner here, Mr. El Frique, ooh, with 3-0, and ooh. O, the last undefeated team ooh. in the Vault League, sir. <laughs> I can't say I'm surprised, man. Can't say Ooh. I'm surprised. Oh, um, right when I left your house on draft night, I was so confident in my team. <laughs> this was everything I expected. Now, was working for my team. Mm. Uh, was not working for my team. Yeah, <laughs> boy. Uh-huh. Everything's working from QB one <laughs> all the way to kicker. Yes, all the way to kicker. Everything's mm. been working. The only position. It's tight end, but who gives a fuck about that shit? I don't. I'm the living <laughs> I'm living proof. I'm the living testimony that you can win without a tight end. That's very true. For the past three weeks, my tight ends have gotten me a total of probably seven points. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but so is everybody else's. Like <laughs> So fuck it, right? Fuck I play week to week tight ends. All right. So here's what's working for me. El Freaky, yeah. quarterback one, Lamar Jackson. Past two weeks, over 20 points. Uh, got cheated last week in the indie game. Won't get into that. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. Damn, uh, dude. Yeah, Mr. First Round Pick. When you're looking for a first round pick, that's what the fuck you need. 20 points a week. <clears throat> uh, and then RB2, I got James Cook. What can you say? Double Smooth. Smooth. Uh, and then my wide receivers. I play two wide receivers. Yes, sir. I'm in Ross St. Brown and Chris Olave. They demand a lot of targets. They do. What happens when you get a lot of targets? You get a lot of catches. That's PPR gold. Yeah. So every week they've been touching, they've been sniffing 20 points every week. <laughs> and that's cool with me. Last week, I think Olave had 19. St. Brown had like 18. That's cool. There you go. That's not I'll bad. With that. Uh, and then my flex, I'm playing Zach Moss this week. Um, I also have Damian Pierce. I have George Pickens, Cortland Sutton. Um, all of those guys, I can feel comfortable throwing in that flex spot at any given moment. Hmm. Um, Roshan Johnson. That's one guy I'm waiting for on my bench, man. Oh, you might I don't be know what the fuck Chicago's waiting, doing. Uh, I don't know what Chicago's that. fucking doing, man. I but, like hey. Roshan's game, but you might be waiting for a while for him to blossom, dude. And that's cool because he's my RB, what, four? Yeah, he can sit. Five? Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. Uh, and then I got the Bills defense and, uh, San Fran's kicker, uh, Jake Moody. Yeah. Uh yeah, the Bills defense gave me 32 points last week. I'm just saying. <laughs> so yeah, that uh, was nuts. Yeah. So Crystal, uh, you saying I only won because I had Bills defense? Well, all you guys could have Bills defense. Guess where I got the Bills defense on the fucking waivers? Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a great GM. Mm, See, I told you you could toot your own horn. I knew it. I didn't shout you out personally. You do it yourself. <laughs> do it myself, man. But hey, my players speak for me. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my players, that especially James Cook. I had high hopes for you coming in this season. I've been speaking good on your name to everybody. I've been talking fantasy with man James Cook. Good shit, my boy. He's been looking great out there. Like yes. every time I see him run, I'm like, damn! Like he can break it. He can break it loose at any given time. Just like, smooth and elusive. 
in the game against uh, Washington, he yes. didn't do anything until he broke off like a 50-yard run. Yeah, or some he's shit always like good that. for that. And he's good for that shit. Yep, after that. Crazy. Yep. Mm. All right, man. Number two is a surprise, in my opinion. He's a former champion, but he's also a two-time Duke. And if you didn't know, Duke and ours is a last-place golden toilet seat that comes with all the shame and curses your house can ever handle. So this man has kind of seen the mountaintop and he's seen the drizzling shits, but that's a savage man, Mr. Jeremy, sitting at the number two spot. Oh, that's who I just beat by like thirty some odd points. That like, is who you I just. No beat? one's counting. No one's counting though. No, no one's, one's counting. counting. No one's counting. But I mean, he is being anchored by Mr. Kirk Cousins, like we did mention before. Cousins is like the number one quarterback right now in fantasy. So and Tyreek, and he does have Tyreek Hill. I mean, wait, I beat, whoa, 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 I beat, beat a team with Kirk and Tyreek. You did. However, the rest of his team did not really help that much. He has is that my Pollard. fault? Of course not. But just saying. My bad. I'm a my bad. I'm just so much better at picking talent than everyone else. I'm sorry. I can't help that. Shining that trophy in week three, just like the amateurs do. Oh man, real hey, man. chance. We've been there before. You know, hey, when somebody you won like six or seven of them, like I have. You know, yeah. Not a big deal, hey, you know. Don't don't let that fool you because for one, I was not in that league for a long <laughs> time. You weren't, but you have oh, been enough. Yes, and <laughs> in the short amount of time I've been in the league, I've been in the playoffs every year, been in the finals multiple times, and I have a championship myself. But hey, no one's counting. That's true. That's true. That's true. Let's talk about Jeremy. You had your shot. <laughs> His running backs: Tony Pollard, Najee Harris. Not great. not no. a great combo. Pollard, I like, Pollard's but where great, I knew but... where I knew I was going to have him beat was that running back two spot. Yeah, that's it's pretty obvious. Pittsburgh's kind of falling apart. You know, they're winning games fantasy wise. Uh, it's been a little rough. No, Najee course, Harris himself. Well, yeah, <laughs> has been. I don't know. Jalen Warren kind of looks more explosive than he does right now, and that's weird. Yeah, I, it's a very strange situation. Yeah, but he's also got you know T Higgins, and we talked about Joe Burrow just not playing great. I still think he's fucking hurt. They're still trying to trot his ass out there. I know he wants to play, but. It's turning into pretty bad fucking games. Boy, the game against the Rams he just had was not pretty. So No, yeah, he no, he himself fucked up a couple times. He dropped yeah. some balls. I was watching that he dropped uh what would have been a touchdown on the sideline. Uh, I think yes. he interfered on another touchdown that he could have had. Uh so it's a lot of self-inflicted wounds for all yeah. the Bengals. Quite uh, a but bit T Higgins I would still fear fear T Higgins coming into a matchup. Like I fear T Higgins coming into my <laughs> matchup with Jeremy cuz I know yeah. what he can do. Absolutely. Yeah, these are not bad players. They're surprisingly not performing. That's really where it comes down to. And the rest of his lineup, you know, Dallas Goddard and tight. Flex is Mike Evans. You know, Patriots D and Graham Gano. No, I like like Mike Evans. I like Mike Evans, too, and he's been doing great, you know. I was scared for Mike Evans. Uh, I thought he was going to be the guy that would eventually beat me because I knew Tyreek was going to do what he does. Yep. But Mike Evans... I don't know why he looks so good with Baker Mayfield. It's kind of nuts, right? But yeah, it's totally working. It's working. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so, yeah, all in all, Jeremy sits at number two, but he's got tough sledding ahead. We'll see how he does. Number three spot is our current champion, Crystal, who Ryan just alluded to. Uh, she did play your boy and took her first L of the season because champions win when champions have to win. That's how mm-hmm. it goes, I feel but, you. That's why I haven't yes. lost you. Ah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Ivy, her lineup, not bad with Justin Herbert, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Stefan hmm. Diggs, Devontae Smith, Hawkinson, Puka Nakua, who is just a burner right now. So by all rights, her team is very fucking stacked. Yeah, she even her ran, bench. She ran to the bus all. Yeah, her bench is very deep as well. So she's got plenty of options. I still think she's going to be a problem in the postseason. But, I mean, good God. We'll I, see. I, I actually think um, she might struggle in the postseason. You think so? Yeah. Um, mm. Long term, uh, I can see the Vikings kind of packing it in if they keep sucking. So I can see them playing it safe with who they just invested in and TJ Hawkinson. Uh yeah. Puka Nicole, his targets are gonna go down when Cooper Cup comes back. That's very true. Like like a lot. Like a, a lot. lot. <laughs> yeah. It's been cool um, to see without him, but like yeah, yeah. yeah that's coming. Yeah, it is coming. It's inevitable. Uh Derrick Henry. I don't know what's up with Derrick Henry. I think Ooh. it's more of the team being like wishy washy on how they want to use him, but he's also not so. running that effectively. He's well, running that like Three yards a carry or some shit like that. That's I like, can't even fucking old. blame him. He's run so much yeah. in, the, in his entire career, but eventually he's gonna slow down. But yes. I think you. I think it's more of the former. I think they're just kind of not using him like they normally do. Maybe they're trying to res, you know conserve him a bit. Maybe that's what it is. But he only I mean, for what you're gonna miss the playoffs. That's you're gonna right. conserve him for nothing. <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, you only got 17 games to do this, but. I don't, it might be one of those conservative for the second half. Who the fuck knows what Tennessee's doing? That's a big question mark as a fucking organization. But yeah, yeah, but, he didn't get, he didn't help Crystal out this fucking week. Sorry, bro. No, but overall, like I think Crystal has got a strong team with her two yes. receivers and uh, Herbert. Yes. Um, running backs, in my opinion, are shaky. Yeah, I mean, um, not bad. That's, but... see, that's where I have everybody beat the, <laughs> the running, running back backs? position. <laughs> yeah, like. I look at my backs and I'm not concerned about anyone else's. I got Christian McCaffrey and James Cook. Which I am hilarious. Good. It's hilarious because we talked through so many fantasy situations on the pod saying how much we were more of a zero running back kind of guy. And then you end up with two studs. So it's like you can play it right. Yes. You just got to play it smart. That's, yes. I wouldn't like copyright that phrase or anything. Just saying it, it, even if you don't have that strategy going in, your running backs can turn into. Some pretty big fucking anchors in your team. So, yeah. You got to take it how it is. Unfortunately for him, shit. <laughs> He's right. He's absolutely right. His running backs are pretty fucking great. So, we'll see how long they carry you. We'll see. Uh, moving on to your boy sitting in fourth, but I'm not fucking worried because my record is the same as the last like two, three people and the people below me. So, yeah. ain't no thing. Ain't no thing. Mm -hmm. But I'm feeling pretty good. Not yeah. amazing, not you know, too down in the dumps about it, but I got your boy Tua. So as long as mm -hmm. he keeps churning the fucking games out, man, let's fucking go. And Tua, I trust. Uh my running backs, you know, Travis Etienne, Kenneth Walker. Hey, Walker, Tua I like Walker. Work. We we both spoke on Walker uh in the offseason. We both like he, he has been paying off very fucking well so far. Yes. Uh Etienne, I mean Little bit hit or miss, but when he hits, it's pretty fucking great too. So solid oh, yeah. numbers there. You know, I got my boy Justin Jefferson. Hey, as long as Cousins is slinging it, he's looking for Jefferson. JJ has got me, so I'm gonna keep yep. riding that as long as I can. Mm -hmm. Garrett Wilson was my two without Rogers. It sucks a bit, but he's still the number one guy. So I gotta rock with him as much as I can. 
Yeah. Then, you know, following up with Mark Andrews, Kyron Williams, another surprise in the Rams. Hey, let's keep that guy going too. Didn't have a great game this last week, but before that, he's putting up like 18 a game. So I'm banking on that as well. And you know me, I always fucking strain out my defenses and my kickers and shit. I don't give a fuck about them. It's whoever is projected highest, that's who I'm going for. And then even my bench, I'm still feeling good about it. I got A.J. Brown on the cut. Jonathan Taylor's coming back. When he does, I'm going to feel even better with my running backs. And then people like Godwin, Judy, Michael Thomas, whatever, Zay Flowers, and Kareem Hunt. We'll see what he does in Cleveland. But, I mean, Jerome Ford is doing well. Again, overall, I still feel solid playoffs. I'm not, like, shining any trophies up yet. But I'm that team you always got to worry about a little bit. Just because I got the – we'll see. We'll see if I can – I'm still looking for that fifth in this league. I need my thumb ring. (laughs) Honestly – I am more scared of your team than I am uh, of the other two. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, because your team is actually pretty balanced, right? Balanced, yes. You got you Ooh. got running backs that can score. Kenneth Walker's an RB1. Yep. Uh, Tua, that's the best quarterback in fantasy right now. Boom. Um, and then we know what Justin Jefferson is. Like you said, you got A.J. Brown on the bench if you don't want to play Garrett Wilson. Exactly. So you're strong at receiver. Strong at tight end. The flex position is where it's like, yeah, yeah. I've been because if you could just go with Garrett Wilson and AJ Brown, that's what I'll probably do. Over, which is what I did before, and then AJ got me like four points, so I had to have him have a fucking seat, <laughs> have a talk, and a Gatorade. So yeah. hopefully he got his shit together now. But yes, but, that was the idea. But yeah, uh, other, man. Overall though, like yeah, your team pretty balanced. Like my team, pretty balanced. The Love other the two balance. teams that were mentioned, not as balanced. Not that worry about him. <laughs> uh, next up in fifth place is my lovely wife, who, again, destroyed me last week because I could never fucking beat her. Uh, so we do have a very tied record right now. But, again, you talk about balance. She's Hers is a little less balanced, but her top side is pretty fucking good still with Deshaun Watson. Bijan Robinson's carrying the load here. Alexander Maddinson, uh, I think he's a little hit or miss. C.D. Lamb, hey, he's only as good as Dak is, so either D- either C.D.'s going to get you 40 or he's getting you 10. So good fucking luck. Jacoby Myers, again, same situation. You got Garoppolo throwing to you, so I don't know. I don't know if I would rock with Myers like that, but maybe you have no choice. Myers and is like then, a flex. Yeah. yeah. Why was he with two? It's a, little, it's a bit of a stretch. But uh, then she's got Evan Ingram and Ramonde Stevenson um, rounding out her fucking starting lineup. With the bench, not really that inspiring, but maybe a couple gems in there down the stretch. So, again, as I always say, my wife is somehow amazing at picking up teams and getting wins with teams that don't make a lot of sense, but and they definitely have no strategy involved, and she'll end up in a playoff spot off of sheer will alone. But other than that, eh, we'll see. We'll see how she does. I won't yeah. talk any shit about it because I, I have to sleep at some point in this house. <laughs> so I'm not trying to rock that boat anytime soon. <laughs> no, her team is her team's pretty decent, I'd say. Her team is pretty decent. Yeah. Um, nothing like really spectacular. No. But she could beat you. It gets the job done. Yeah, she, yeah. she could beat you. Um, if Watson has a good game, Bijan can go yeah. off. She could beat you. Right. Doesn't need much for a win on that team. Yeah. So in sixth place, we got Team Zelensky. And they are, I mean, middle of the pack here. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. she's settled with Justin Fields, but hopefully he, God, bounces back 
even as a fancy quarterback, if not a regular one, we'll see. Mm. But, you know, running backs are Jameer Gibbs and Rashad White. Her receivers, DK Metcalf, she's rocking with DJ Moore. So, again, very heavy Bears here, which mm. probably not panning out like she wants to. Uh, mm -hmm. Got Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is a tight end, and she's got Christian Kirk in the flex. So, again, an interesting lineup that you are – it's a lot of upside from what I'm mm. seeing here, if not overall bringing in the points every single week. I wonder who she beat because uh, I'm not trying to be, like, rude or anything, but this is <laughs> probably the most trash team we've come across <laughs> so far. Not uh... going Man, I, I wonder who you, she, she's two and well, one. Well, if you look at the, the team she's beaten, I mean, yeah, she, she beat her husband and she beat Melissa. So those two teams are both now one and two. So uh, it's not like she's beating elite teams yet. And she might have some tough sledding because she does face Jeremy next. So, oh, yeah, Jeremy's going to get back on the winning side. I, I think, yeah, that might be a wrap for her in the midseason here. We'll see. But, yeah. But for now, it's a it's a decent start. There you go. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Next up is the one I'm actually worried about, and that's the vet tech mama, yeah. because she just posted 190 points this fucking week, destroying her husband mm -hmm. in a, in a hey, dramatic fashion. What's up with the wives destroying the husbands? I don't get it. It's like some fantasy rule that we just didn't know until we started playing the shit. Like it's some law that the husbands have to just take, and not that we're just losing. We take the long oh. dick. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, like the peg, like... Oh, yeah, like it's time to reverse roles and shit. This mm -hmm. was a fucking smacking. I couldn't believe this shit. And now I will Ebo. paraphrase and say, hey, she had Raheem Mostert on this fucking team who went bananas by himself. But and also, then, you know, yeah. Yeah, Devontae Adams. Then Devontae Adams, Jerome Ford on the other side too, Debo Samuel... Darren Waller, no, Marcus she had Brown. I mean, what I'm saying is, Moster and Adams both had 40. Exactly, big fucking games, big fucking so, games. Yeah, like you're not winning if you're if you have two players dropping 40 nuggets a piece. I'm sorry, you're not you're not winning against that team. Jeez. Just, you have to try really hard not to destroy someone with those fucking results. So, mm -hmm. yes, I'm a little concerned. And the reason I say that is, I mean, yes, the, the numbers are a little bit skewed, but she has, like, the highest point total in the league. <laughs> yeah, because of it. Like, yeah. Because of it, yeah. So, I mean, points are points. And, I mean, the points against, she's going against stiff-ass competition. So, it's not like she's having cakewalks. She is winning. I mean, she did win this one, but I think she can sustain some other wins going into these next few games here and get some momentum going. She might be a sneaky dark horse. No, Just putting I, that out there. This is this is one of the better teams. Yes, uh, like I'm kind of surprised she's only one and two. She probably played against some teams that dropped like I don't know. Just one third at one forty. Wait, I think I forty. I think I beat her. I think yeah, I played I her. Up. I can pull that up right now. Um, you know, you actually no, no, no. Week. I beat her husband. I beat her husband. Yes. Are you beat yeah, her husband? Yeah, yeah. Yes. No, you play her this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Big okay. fucking test. That's going to be Big. a good one. Uh, I like her team. I think her team is um, actually very dangerous, especially so. because she has a uh, Aaron Jones on the bench. Mm -hmm. Just waiting. Just waiting. Uh, she had Nick Chubb. Oh man! So 
Jesus. Yeah, like her team should have been way deadlier than it is now. Like, yeah, kind of um, nuts. But we'll see. Yeah, it's all she fantasy. Has a good team. You just never know. You never know. You never know. But uh, yeah, dangerous. Number eight is Rub That Chub, also at a one and two record. Um, but again, just got her first big win of the season in this last matchup, running behind again Patrick Mahomes, Isaiah Pacheco. So Kansas City right up top. Then she's got James Conner, who's actually being kind of sneaky good for Arizona right now. She had Keenan Allen, who went bonkers. And then Juju Smith-Schuster, George Kittle, and Brandon Cooks rounding out the team. That's another one. She has Cooper Cup on IR. So in a few weeks, there's another team that might start making some noise. I think the running backs are a little... Eh, we'll see. Pacheco and Conner is a combination I never really thought of, but hey, you never know. Keenan Allen, as long as he stays healthy, especially with no Mike Williams, he should carry your team. Juju uh, is Juju, you know, in in New England, which is an odd combo, but it is what it is. It's going to be cup but soon for her. It will be cup soon. So this team is another one that midseason you might need to start worrying about. Not a trap yeah. game, but underrated teams. Underrated. I can definitely see her moving up the rankings later on in the year. I'm not sure about, like... Being a for sure shoe in for the playoff spot though, because mm. her running backs, like you said, they're just sus. I, like, uh, I don't think they get you there. No, they don't. I, I like the receivers, I do, but I don't even like her flex. <laughs> so we never like you. <laughs> so outside of wide receiver one and future wide receiver two and quarterback, I don't really like her team. Oh, but, like but, <laughs> but those three alone, what I'm saying, though, is those three alone can combine for like 100 points. That's true. <laughs> so at any given moment, she could beat you, but not likely. She ain't, she ain't beating my team. This is going to be a Coach Prime thing where you're going to play her, and she's going to end up smacking your team around. And Some she's gonna shit, pull of, the course, clip. of course. She's going to pull this clip. Of course. <laughs> Some shit like that's going to happen. Just, just my luck. She's going to hand me oh, my first throw. She's going to hand me my first throw. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> um, at 9 and 10, both again at 1 and 2, we got Sandusky's tight ends and watch the birdie. Now, again, I believe both those guys actually won this week. Nope, I'm sorry. Watch the birdie lost. But Sandusky's tight ends did win his first game of the season, defeating Team Zelensky, uh behind Jalen Hurts, Josh Jacobs, Khalil Herbert, Scary Terry. Kendrick Bourne, which is a little ridiculous, Travis Kelsey, and Amari Cooper. So, again, not the most solid team, especially if you have a bear on that team. I'm sorry, that's just not, that's fool's gold right now. But it could be something for, you know, maybe sniffing the back end of the playoffs. That sounded ridiculous, sniffing a back end. I'm going to keep <laughs> that in there because it's hilarious. <laughs> what do you think about his team? Um... I played this team, I think, week one. I believe you did. Yeah, and I beat them. Uh, we know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that wasn't even a big... You won by... No, yeah. Nine my fucking My fucking defense kicker basically gave me negative points. Right. So, <laughs> wasn't a uh, big slaughter here. I mean... Yeah, you, no. You got I barely him. won, but I won. Um, won. But, like, he has a mid-team. Yeah, mid is a good word for it. His team is extremely mid. Uh, not terrible, not great. Jalen Hurts is having a down year compared to last season. Right. Uh, 
I mean, Dalvin Cook, I was never a fan of. Nah, uh, especially with the Jets, I just think uh, I'm not a yeah. fan of the combo. Like it's weird. I, nah, I wasn't a big fan of that either. I'm more of a Brees Hall type of guy. Yes, but, this should have been Brees Hall season all year long, man. Yeah, I was ready I for it. I agree. Um, the only thing that Rodgers had to ruin. Now, what could get sneaky is Alvin Kamara, and um, mm. that's where his team could get sneaky. But other than that, I'll play his team again and hand him <laughs> Not worried about him. Mm-mm. And honestly. Watch the birdie. I know Sam is a rookie in this league, and we are enjoying having her here. However, yes. your team, girl, your team is highly suspect. Highly suspect. Brock Purdy as quarterback, who I love Purdy in, in real life, but fantasy. Uh, Jalen Warren, who we did talk about, but that's your running back one? What, bro? Gus Edwards is out there. And then she's got Jordan Addison and Tutu Atwell. Those are her receivers. Sam Laporta. Hmm. And Josh Downs. So, I mean, this is an island of misfit toys when it comes to a fucking team. And the bench is no better. So, I am I mean, she might have a gem with Tank Dell sitting there. But the rest of this team, what the hell? So, we'll <laughs> talk with Sam and get her some more tips about how she's supposed to run this fucking team. I'm quite surprised she has pulled at least one win. So, hey, fantasy is fantasy. Even uh... with a team like this, you can still win. But oh boy! <laughs> no, her QB one was Joe Burrow. Oh, okay. So yeah. yeah, we're running into some just real issues that really have nothing to do with her as an owner. So damn, dude, that will kind of fuck you up, Joe there, Burrow. She probably yeah. took Joe Burrow early, probably. I and mean, Saquon's the there, and he's already yeah. So there you go. I mean, that might be uh, the case with with Sam's team here. Is Bad luck, and it happens to at least one owner every fucking year where it all just fucking falls apart for no fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> what better year Maybe to have it than your back. first year? Exactly, right? Get all the fucking, just wear all the rust out, just understand the game, get to know it better, and you kind of take this season, and then you go to the next season and go, hey, I'm not going to draft the kicker in the second round. That's probably a good idea. So- <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Uh, number 11 out of 12. Again, another newbie to fantasy, but K- the Katowski Wreckers uh, sitting here. And again, got his first win. He beat Rachel by less than a point, but a win is a win. That is a big a fucking win for, for Kev here. And his team, again, he's got Geno Smith, who we love Geno around here. DeAndre Swift, Matt Breida as running backs. Tyler Lockett and Van Jefferson as receivers. Cole Komet as a tight end. I'm sorry about that. And Jackson Smith and Jigba, who, again, we are a big fan of. Hopefully, JSN gets bigger games on the line. I think he's kind of growing into his role. But I still think the fireworks factory is coming for him very fucking soon. But having the Geno, Tyler Lockett, and JSN combo, ballsy. You hope Seattle's putting up those kind of points. But damn, if they're on fire, you're going to be on fire too. So you got to... You gotta ride and die with Seattle for this year if you stick with them. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I it's like his team is. I like his team in spots, and then yes. I hate his team in spots. Exactly. <laughs> it's weird because I actually like Gino. Yeah, I think Gino will be okay. I love DeAndre Swift. I might trade for try to trade for DeAndre Swift. <laughs> hey, I'll give you a. Hey man, I'll give I'll give you Zach Moss and uh, a receiver of your choice because you desperately need a wide receiver. Don't listen to that. Don't listen to that at all. <laughs> Zach Moss? Are you kidding me? No, don't you fall for that. He's listening to this podcast, too. I already know. What's up, Kev? 
So don't listen to this man. He needs no help. Don't you give him any players. He's Zach sitting Moss, at the top of the mountain. He's good. He scored 20 points in back-to-back games. Here we go. You know what I'm saying? He's <laughs> clearly the number one guy in Indy. Why do I want DeAndre Swift, you may ask, instead of Zach Moss? Well, mm-hmm. I'm just biased, and I like the way DeAndre Swift plays. That's really it, if I'm being completely honest with you. And it's got nothing to do with Jonathan Taylor coming back and taking the fucking rock from Zach Moss in only a couple of weeks. But sure. Oh, sure. no, no, no. Look, <laughs> he's not going to be on the Colts. Jonathan Taylor is not going to be on the Colts. Okay. Zach Moss is going to be the guy for the Colts. <laughs> you have to listen to him. That that's that fool's goal. He's three and zero. He said it himself. Don't help that man. Man, I'll give you Damian Pierce. <laughs> oh my God. And Zach Moss. <laughs> no, no, no. You can give me. Um, you'll give me. Uh, yeah, Damian Pierce and Zach Moss for DeAndre Swift. See, it's it's going to be fair for DeAndre Swift and um, <laughs> and JSN. It's, Man, that's fair. You pedal your disgusting trades on your own time. Let's finish the show, sir. <laughs> God. <laughs> God. Because we got to talk about one more man. That's my boy who's struggling right now at 0-3, dead last place. It's all those guys. My boy, Matt, who lost oh. to his wife. Oh, those big, guys. The big and 3 which by all rights, just damn. Because the man has Josh Allen, Javante Williams, already not bad. Miles Sanders, who I already talked shit about, but whatever. Calvin Ridley, he had Mike Williams, who went on IR, as we talked about. I mean, Zach Ertz is nothing at tight end. But he's got Jamar Chase in his fucking flex. Like, why is this man 0-3? That makes no fucking sense at all. And he's got Brian Robinson Jr., who we just talked going about on his bench. He's got someone like Gabe Davis, who we know is a 40 or nothing machine himself. And then someone like Deontay Johnson, who's decent as a receiver, but is an IR too. So just some really fucking bad luck and running into some buzzsaws. Again, his wife dropped 190 on him. That's hard to beat no matter who you have on your fucking team. And I mean, he's playing against, he played against a champ. He played against you. So I think for this man, I wouldn't be panicking at all. You ran into elite first two and then your own wife who had the most ridiculous game we've seen in this league so far. So. I think you, I think my boy is the Chicago Bears of this team, of this, where 0-3 is here, but maybe don't panic yet. No, I can't even say that, because I want to panic about the Bears. You shouldn't panic, buddy. 0-3 is just a start. There's still plenty of time left. The rest of his schedule does get significantly easier now, so I don't expect this man to be in last place for long. I believe in you, sir. Believe. No, I agree. I think eventually he'll climb out of the basement, but I do think he's extremely weak at running back mm. like running extremely weak great i mean i ex- i had higher hopes for javante williams but I denver didn't. right now yikes well i'm saying if anybody in denver maybe williams but shit no nah, if anybody in denver it's the receivers <laughs> i was hoping for jerry judy but my god so i mean uh, i get you Corlin's son's been good you know Corlin's son's right. been good you know what I'm saying? No, i was, I was no. a little more optimistic about javante williams but Maybe because I have him in another league, too, so I was, like, hoping he'd be good, but shit. (laughs) Javante's, uh, I don't like his running backs at all. I think Calvin Ridley will pick it up. Jamar Chase will pick it up. Brian Robinson eventually will be his RB1, which is pretty good. That's great. Um, Miles Sanders, I'm not the biggest Uh, fan of. That's just me personally. I'm not. not, You know, I'm not saying he's a bad player, but I'm just not a big fan of him because he fumbles. Yeah, all the time. (laughs) But, yeah, he'll climb out of the basement. Um, 
could sneak into a playoff spot depending on how consistent his receivers play because his no. running backs are not going to do it for him. Get him there. <laughs> no faith. No faith. We'll see. I am putting a challenge out there, and I will post this in the Vault League page as well. This is week four, and I'm calling for it now. Although my wife just walked in so she can hear it too. The person with the lowest score this week is doing a Malort shot on video, and we are putting it on the Facebook group. Done. I am commissioner. I have spoken. Mm. <laughs> that won't be you me. Know so. Okay. If you say so. Me. So, uh, <laughs> me be the lowest scoring team. Yeah. Only if Christian McCaffrey gets hurt. Oh, knock on wood, dude. Oh, I'm knocking on wood. <laughs> <laughs> You're tempting fate already with it. Jesus. <laughs> Man. I mean, I got Elijah Mitchell. Don't get me wrong, but God damn, I cannot lose him. Mm-mm. Cannot lose him. I lose Sad. him. You're, you're, you're fucking toast, dude. I'm telling you. And not my dog either. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Again, that is three weeks into the fantasy league. We are all clamoring for these top six playoff spots. Uh, we are going to see who the best of the best is. And we will do another update. I'm thinking every three weeks or so. Let the fans know how people are actually doing. Because I want the gold, baby. I want it. Sleep. I can see it in my dreams. Feel mm. it. Need it mm. back in my life. It's been out of my house for too long, and mm. it ain't ain't shit been right since then. So I need <laughs> that shit back. I need it back on my mantle. In the meantime, what are your last words for your fans, sir? My last words for my adoring fans. The adoring fans. Um, please don't assume anything on social media and season your food. That's all. <laughs> That's lovely. That's so good. <laughs> You gotta talk with Flareon, man. You let her know. It's it ain't even like that. You want me to it call her? Like I'll call her right now. She'll pick up. Oh shit. Should I act like I'm not on the show? <laughs> oh god. Oh no. Maybe I'll just... do that next time. I'll do, do it, it next, next time. time. Do it, yeah. I like I'll that do that shit next time. I love it. Oh man. Make sure you guys don't miss that shit. That's a preview for next week, right there by itself. That's amazing. Uh in the meantime. <laughs> Make sure you check us out, The Bank Bros Show, on YouTube and Facebook. We are at Bank Bros Show on Instagram. We are The Bank Bros Show at gmail.com. Follow along with us. Interact with us. Let us know. Hit us up with more questions. We want to hear that shit. And like he said, fucking season your food. My God. The bubble guts are real right now. I better go take care of that shit myself. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Salt and pepper, people. Oh, my God. The least you can do. Don't, Don't say we didn't warn you. Don't 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 be upset if people talk shit about you because you got a season. You got a season. Mm. Cost five bucks, man. <laughs> God. Anyway, uh, we will catch you next time. Bank Bros are in your city. We are here for you. What, Ryan? You can bank on that. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Fuck, boy.